Hello and welcome to Word for the Day. This is Father Pete Matthews from St. Patrick's Anglican Church in Lexington, Kentucky. And today's Word for the Day is a continuation of our Lenten journey. And this week we're looking at next Sunday's Gospel reading, which is Luke 13, 22-35. And as I did last week, I will go ahead and read this on this Monday episode, but I won't reread it each episode. Here's what this passage, here's how this passage reads. Luke 13, 22 through 35. He went on his way through towns and villages, teaching and journeying toward Jerusalem. And someone said to him, Lord, will those who are saved be few? And he said to them, strive to enter through the narrow door. For many, I tell you, will seek to enter and will not be able. When once the master of the house has risen and shut the door, and you begin to stand outside and to knock at the door, saying, Lord, open to us. Then he will answer you, I do not know where you come from. Then you will begin to say, we ate and drank in your presence, and you taught in our streets. But he will say to you, I tell you, I do not know where you come from. Depart from me, all you workers of evil. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. When you see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but you yourselves are cast out. And people will come from east and west and from north and south and recline at table in the kingdom of God. And behold, some who are last, who, excuse me, and behold, some are last who will be first, and some are first who will be last. At that very hour, some Pharisees came and said to him, Get away from here, for Herod wants to kill you. And he said to them, Go and tell that fox, Behold, I cast out demons and perform cures today and tomorrow, and the third day I finish my course. Nevertheless, I must go on my way today and tomorrow and the day following, for it cannot be that a prophet should perish away from Jerusalem. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often would I have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you were not willing. Behold, your house is forsaken. I tell you, you will not see me until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. So a lot in that passage, and as you probably picked up by listening, there's kind of two vignettes in there, two conversations that Jesus has. Um, But to get into it, we always want to look at the background first. So if you remember from last week, Luke is part of a two-part scroll, Luke and Acts. And at the center point, the end of Luke, beginning of of Acts, is the ascension of Jesus. And the the heart of Jesus' ascension is his enthronement and session as king at the right hand of God. So at this point in the story of Luke, we're at the part of Luke where Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem. Scholars have recognized really from the beginning that the way Luke is written, right at, right at 9, 51, and 52, there's a hinge in the gospel. And up in this time, Jesus is in Galilee, but then Luke says essentially, at this point, Jesus set his face to go to Jerusalem and, and so, there, so he could be taken up. And so taken up means ascension. Interesting, it doesn't say go to Jerusalem to go to the cross. It's go to Jerusalem so he can ascend. So notice the accent and emphasis on Christ's ascension and enthronement as king. So that's what's going right now. Right now, He's on his way, and he teaches and interacts, and all these vignettes come up that kind of give Jesus a chance to give shape to what his going to Jerusalem 
is about his kingship. And so you have these two conversations. One is someone just asks about the number of people who will be saved, and the Pharisees come and tell him to get away, to not go to Jerusalem, and Jesus makes clear he has to go. So let's begin to look at the first vignette. We won't complete that in this episode, but let's start. And here's what I want you to notice today. It says, um, verse 23, And someone said to him, Lord, will those who are saved be few? So this person is asking Jesus a question, and he's asking, will a lot of people be saved or a few people be saved? And notice what Jesus does. He does not answer the question. He leaves the question unanswered and instead just makes a statement to this person and by implication to anyone who is listening and to us as well. Strive to enter through the narrow door. So Jesus' interlocutor is asking asking a kind of, um, if you will, uh, theological question, maybe theomathematical question, if you will. And he wants to know, hey, I, I want to figure out how many people are getting saved. And maybe he's thinking, boy, if it's few, I might be in trouble. If it's a lot, whew, I'm okay. But there was a debate in first century Judaism about this question, how to think about it. It's a debate that goes on now. It's not an unimportant debate. But Jesus kind of does an end run around the question, and he says, well, I'm paraphrasing, I'm amplifying, but I think this gets at the heart of it. Well, listen, I understand you have that question. I don't think Jesus is faulting him for having it. But he says, really, the most important question is what are you striving for? Are you actually striving to enter the narrow door, or is this just an interesting theological question? Is it that you're just living your own life, but you kind of want to make sure everything's okay? Or have you set the trajectory of your life to pursue Jesus in his kingship? And so this conversation raises that question. And then Jesus goes on, we'll talk about this in subsequent episodes this week, to name the stakes of not doing that. But isn't that interesting what Jesus does? He gets a pretty straightforward question, and he simply doesn't answer it. He replies with a statement and an exhortation to strive, to work hard, to give attention and energy and focus to getting through the narrow door. We'll pick up with that next episode. God bless and have a great day.